From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, November 24th. I'm Sarah Reith. Mendocino County is solidly in the purple tier, which means that most schools are closed, with narrow exceptions for extracurricular activities and students facing certain hardships. But some schools got their waivers in over the summer and received the nod from the state to provide in-person instruction. Sandy Peters, the administrator at Deep Valley Christian School in Redwood Valley, talked about what it took to get the go-ahead for all in-person learning. It was the term paper, if you think about taking a whole, you know, trying to absorb all the information and and following their template of what you needed to include. So it was just like taking a class and doing a big, large project. So every day I check the COVID numbers, I find out what's going on. So that becomes part of the job to make sure you know what's happening through the County Office of Education and also the Department of Health. We have the three W's, which is to wear a mask, watch your distance, and wash your hands. So that's something that's on our minds all the time. So it sounds like you already wrote the term paper, but you're still in the class. Oh, yes. Peter says kids get plenty of time outside and that the rooms are well ventilated, which was absolutely essential when everyone had to be inside because of the smoke. Chloe Reed, the executive director and one of the teachers at Montessori Del Mar Community School in Fort Bragg, talked about some of the adventures of outdoor learning on their campus. We've had some really exciting opportunities to be resilient and make adjustments. Um, Our hope was like, we're going to get to Thanksgiving, and then we had planned to close campus anyway, both for COVID reasons as well as uh, weather reasons between Thanksgiving and Christmas. We, we basically did do that, except for what I like to call the great tent catastrophe of 2020, which was the storm over November 6th and 7th, where there were those incredibly strong wind gusts. They actually took out both of our upper elementary classrooms. They were um, tent-like canopies that we closed up with the sides at night and then reopened when the kids were on campus. So we always had our sides open and they were staked down. They were tied down. I mean, they were some heavy duty tents, but they were located on our field and it just kind of created a wind tunnel. And those tents were absolutely upended and destroyed. So we just completely pivoted and we went kayaking with Kayak Mendocino They took our kids out kayaking, and we had a wonderful adventure. We did um, the Van Dam hike. We did the waterfall hike. We tie-dyed on campus because you don't need a tent for tie-dyeing. So outdoor classrooms are very, very unpredictable, and they're absolutely susceptible to all kinds of things beyond our control, kind of like this pandemic. Del Mar is a small private school, which offers tuition on a sliding scale to 49 students from transitional kindergarten through eighth grade. They're on a hybrid schedule, with online learning in the mornings and outdoor classes four afternoons a week. Reed said she based the model on the county's shelter-in-place guidelines and a survey of parents that went out last summer. In addition to masks, social distancing, and small groups, parents also have to sign an agreement to adhere to public health orders. If a family engages in a high-risk activity, which we would say maybe out-of-county travel by public transportation, um, a large gathering, especially indoors where masks and distancing are not implemented, and we even define large as greater than 12, you know, in line with the public health order, then that family is required to notify me and their children must be quarantined from campus 
for um, a certain amount of time, which is generally 10 to 14 days. They can also choose to get tested and after a negative test result, return to campus. So we have definitely had that happen. Parents have been very responsible. Deep Valley is small, too, with 94 students from preschool through sixth grade and 15 staff. Peters said safety measures include not allowing parents to come into the school buildings and keeping classes apart. So it's taken a logistical work to figure out how to make everybody move and not interact. It's working very well. We have a a wellness station in the morning where the children walk up, and there's two stations, and we have an infrared thermometer that takes their temperature every day. So if there's uh, any sign of, you know, elevated uh, temperature, then they are not allowed to come. And parents know that, so they have not been sending their children if they do have even a cold. And we monitor absences very closely, and so we check to see if a child's home, why the child is home. And we have so far, um, luckily, not have any um, COVID exposures at our school. Even with the radically different approach, some families are eager to get kids back into the classroom. When I spoke with Peters last week, we were interrupted by a call from a family that wanted to enroll a new student. This was a little first grader, sweet little girl, could read and wanted more challenge, and she is so happy to be with the other children. There's a class of 12 in the first grade, and she just wants to be in a a face-to-face learning environment. So she's just really happy to be back in school. And the parents are very grateful that they have a normal environment to send their children so that they are interacting in a small, again, very small, controlled group. Reed says a lot of the Montessori teaching methods are adaptable to distance learning, which the school will implement through the coldest part of the year. Our plan now is to reopen in January after we have our distance-only period. We will be replacing our tents. We'll be putting them up in a different location where there's more of a wind block. And, and we'll just continue to problem-solve as we go along. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.